Paratooth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Since the fall of man, a war has raged between good and evil. Over the centuries, this war has distorted the truth. Now the truth is perceived as lies, and lies acknowledged as truth. To this day, the battle continues as we investigate and debate the truth behind the history and mystery of the universe. We are Paratruth Radio. Celebrate a new year. New Year's, yeah. And remember? Remember the, what? The, the old year. What are we, wait, wait. The old year. But most of <laughs> Your facial expression did it. <laughs> Seriously, not serious. This is the intro. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving people an inside look of what the intro really sounds like in real life without the edits. But most of all, the new year is a time in which we celebrate together Forever. as a family. E E E and J. Get it? Get it? If you don't, you'll get it soon. Now Parachute presents a New Year's Extravaganza 2016. What's going on, Paratropolis citizens, Paratruthers, Paratruth enthusiasts, and Parafans? Welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and we are two guys exposing lies. Ooh. So tonight we have an awesome episode. With it's going to be our New Year's episode. And as I said last week, we are bringing on two new hostesses. <laughs> Eric's sisters. Ellie and Aaron will be joining us here very shortly. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. It's going to be an awesome episode. Aaron hasn't been on our show since 2009 Ooh, when we were on Night Stalkers, our second episode in. So we're going to play a little clip. Aaron doesn't know this yet. So uh, she'll uh, have to listen to her 2009 self on our show. So... What's going on there, my friend? Are you looking oh. forward to the new year? Uh, yeah, I'm looking f- forward to it. Looking to see what new things happen, if anything. Um, should be fun. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, um, you, you got those applications going out for production companies. Um, if we are, keeping up on the times now and you're out of school, you're 
free to do whatever you want. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you have some scripts in the works. Got some scripts in the works. Oh, you guys there they are. <laughs> That's the reason we don't have them on more often. <laughs> They're loud. <laughs> Louder than us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I guess without further ado, folks. Oh. Here we have Aaron. <laughs> guest number one. And behind her somewhere is Ellie, <laughs> guest number two. <laughs> Lucky for them, as you all know, this is the New Year's episode, which means that anything goes. Yeah. Anything goes. Minus preferably excessive swearing. Talking about all kinds of stuff. We're just having fun right now. We haven't even really gotten into the the main body of the show. You weren't kidding. Can I um Snapchat this? Yeah. Do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Question mark. <clears throat> all right, folks. Well, welcome Aaron and Ellie to Paratruth Radio. Hey. So. Aaron, we have a little surprise for you. Your first premiere on our original show. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about this today. And I found it. <laughs> so here's a little clip. It's not, it, it gets kind of vulgar, folks, so we're not going to play the full clip. <laughs> but we'll play a little clip of Aaron on our first, uh, second show of Night Suckers Paranormal Radio. Back in 2003. Yeah, 2009. She farted out of her mouth. I had leftover garlic shrimp, garlic bread, and some cookies with raisins. So in other words, she can scare off a vampire without a problem. Of course, I must say that I I would normally save this for our vampire uh, show, but um, it's not a true legend that garlic keeps vampires away. That is completely false. 26 listeners, so we got to up our, our game with these uh, pop filters so we can actually have people hearing us instead of echo. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> What is your issue? I get weird when people hear me. I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's about the extent of the clip I'll play. Cause... Yeah, I don't even remember that. I remember it, but I don't remember it. I like the I like the first when you first came down and you're talking about your zits. <laughs> that was that was what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> so. uh Brand new year coming up. Actually, as this episode plays, it is the brand new year, 2017. Uh, what are you two looking forward to for the new year? You go first. Uh, preferably nothing in my house breaks. 
It'd be my, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna we're gonna legit ask me um, a good raise. I'm hoping for. Yeah. 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 That's all I got. And just for 2016 to like end. Uh huh. Where I'm still living past it. That would that would be amazing for me. Um, I am looking forward to. Yeah, 2016 being over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm starting a playwriting class. So I'm really excited to get back into that. That's something that I'm really stoked for. Sweet. Yeah. Writing a play and then making you two do it. <laughs> radio. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be very Justin, interesting. Considering just in... It's the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the show. Our show is possessed. Mm-hmm. Justin well, seeing as out, Aaron was possessed most of the time when yeah. we were doing our show. The play thing yeah. might work because I don't know if you guys saw it on Facebook or not, but Justin put out a hypothetical question as to whether or not listeners would like to see us do an episode shirtless wearing nothing but a bow tie. I did that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. How did I miss that? You didn't see it? No. Justin <laughs> shared it and Eric was like, I... How come I didn't know about this? <laughs> was this last week? Yeah. Oh, that would be why. It was last finals week. week. <laughs> Something like that. There was no Facebook for me. <laughs> so I'll like it for you guys. If if you guys are thinking that that's what you want to see, go ahead and put that in the comments below. <laughs> It'll make Eric really uncomfortable. So if you really want us to do it, I will make him do it. The chair split. The chair officially split. Told you. What the heck happened? I don't know. Did you get that? Who did this? Who did this? Did you one of the parcels? No, it's too hot. The trickster spirit of the house did it. Oh, she's living in luxury. She's a whole couch for herself. I was like, oh my god, Eric, your phone looks just like mine. <laughs> There you go. Some things haven't changed since 2009. Hey. Now you can see me, not just hear me. (laughs) So, going back to, well, I guess 2009, you know, Eric has kind of shared some of the paranormal things that have happened in the house. So I thought, why not give you guys a chance to voice the experiences you had growing up in that house, that particular house. Which one eats 134? Yeah. yeah. That was obvious. <laughs> I think I think the biggest one for me, there's two, biggest two for me, would be uh, when we were playing with the Ouija board mm. with Melly. No, Michelle. Um, the one on the bed? Yeah, where it got like really Ooh. warm. <laughs> and then the lights went out. That was scary. And then the oh. other one was chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Eric had this toy. He had this demon toy. It was all black. And he was like a demon fighter with an axe. And he was so scary. And then we took the batteries out of it and put it in his closet. And Eric lived in a shoebox upstairs that was disguised as a bedroom. And <laughs> in the closet in the middle of the night, you would hear chop, chop. Chop, and it would bang on the door, even though it had no batteries in it and like no life force, and it was still working. It was still terrifying. 
And if we you, broke it? You would think. No. No, still, it's still intact. <laughs> you don't know that it came back? It was in this house? It was in this house? It's in my bedroom right now. Yeah. Currently? <laughs> yeah. We found it, and I told Mom to get it out of the room. Like, if you walk in my right bedroom, there. you'll see him. Well, see, that's on you, bro. Lying down. <laughs> well, it was good memories. I had to keep them around. Nope. That's on you. There are no good memories. Nope, that's that. terrifying. <laughs> that's all you. Those are actually the same possessed, memories I possessed have. Possessed toys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, more and more common nowadays. <laughs> what mm-hmm. is the paranormal, yeah, paranormal possessed toys. Oh. So one thing that uh, actually I wanted to give you both a chance to as well. I know, Aaron, you said that you're starting a writing class. Are you doing any plays currently? Are you going to be starring in any plays or anything? Uh, no, no, not currently. I just wrapped up a staged reading and then another acting class. That's like a women's um, f- feminist act, like writing group, which was really cool. Um, so that just ended. And then now I'm going to be starting my new playwriting group and taking time off for like on a hiatus for Christmas. So no auditions and no shows. <clears throat> I did audition for a reenactment show recently. I didn't book it. So um, <laughs> screw them. <laughs> I'm censoring myself. I'm doing pretty good. You are doing it. I'm proud of you too. And Ellie, anything creative coming from your side recently? Unfortunately, not. I had to quit the dance. So we've been talking about me possibly joining in again and redancing, but the likelihood of that is quite slim. Because let's face it, I just kind of black out when I start dancing again. So, um, but the dance group's doing good. So hell for them. <laughs> yeah, they were just on the uh, America's Got Talent thing. So go girls. Awesome. Other than that, the only uh, creativeness I do is painting my house because I'm just like an old person and. Use all my money for that. Out of out of the all all four of us, the youngest out of the four is the oldest <laughs> out of the four. It's true. It's the little things that make me happy, and I just sit there and think about all the different colors that would match my kitchen <laughs> oh next my to the God. foyer and the. Well, everyone's the pursuing cream of radio the... or television or plays or whatever. Ellie's like, "What should my bathroom color be?" <laughs> In my defense, though, I did the dancing since I was what seven. <clears throat> 17. A while, yeah. And I had to quit due to health issues. So if I could go on stage and not black out in front of a ton of people, this would be great. I would still be going, but uh, I can't use my money towards classes and shows anymore and $300 costumes. So we're going to spend it on the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to do. That's me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Eric... Since we're kind of winging it, where would you like to go from here? Well, I think we need to ask Ellie so she could share it online about her experience with the camera that she came across at a uh, antique store. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, this is so messed up. There was 
There was a camera that was from like the 1950s. I was at a um, a little like flea market out mm. in Hartville. It's like 45 minutes from Cleveland. And I saw this little camera and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Eric would love this for Christmas. It was like $15. I'm like, yes, have to have it. So I'm like walking around this, the little shop messing with it. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm getting like this little weird vibe. I'm like, ugh. Like it was like really crammed in there. So I'm like, oh, I'm getting claustrophobic, whatever, keep moving. And I'm like looking at it and my boyfriend's playing with other stuff and I'm like clicking this, the little shutter and it's facing me and I got the worst freaking vibe ever. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. I felt like it was capturing my soul. So I like put it down and Jordan's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm not going to get that. And he's like, why? I'm like, I don't think I want that in my house. Like, oh no, something doesn't feel right. So I put it down and I was like all messed up ever since then. And then I had nightmares for three nights about the camera. And then the third night, what happened is Aaron actually showed up and gave me it as a Christmas gift. And I opened it and I was like, he's been in my house for three weeks. Oh my God, who's possessed? And I freaked out. It was horrible. So yeah, no cameras. I will not, no, <laughs> no. So that episode I, of Goosebumps, Say Cheese or whatever it's called. It was really messed up. I don't want to feel like that again. It was literally as if I was having like the word or being in front of everybody in your underwear, like where your stomach just drops and you're so nervous that you're about to vomit. Because she knows what that's like. <laughs> I mean, partially, I guess, because I used to belly dance. So I was almost there. Almost, <laughs> technically. Um, it was that feeling except just by looking at a camera. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. So, folks, we'll break this down in just a minute. We're going to take our first break here. You've been listening to Paratruth Radio. We will be right back after Eric's Random Fact of the Day. Now, Eric's Random Fact of the Day. Did you know that the dates of 2017 directly sync with previous years of the calendar? In fact... According to Backslides.com, if you're feeling strapped for cash this year, you can reuse the calendars from the years 2006, 1995, 1989, 1978, 1967, 1961, 1950, 1939, 1933, and 1922. As for each of these years, the calendar directly syncs with 2017. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, GenXGrownUp.com. All right, I think that was good enough. I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. All right, folks, welcome back to Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And just. Be- <laughs> <laughs> are, are you sure? I am. I'm positive. <laughs> I am. I'm positive. I'm here. Okay. Eric. Who's the other sister? I'm Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, just before the break, folks, we heard Ellie's story about the camera she was going to buy Eric. So uh, I wanted to break this down a little bit because, I mean, Eric and I have talked about the the difference in opinion that he and I have on stuff like this. Uh, In your opinion, Eric, specifically, before we get to the girls, uh, do you think it was some type of attachment? Do you think maybe it was... A warning for her not to. Well, it could be that too, but a warning for her not to buy it because there was an attachment. What do you think? No, I mean stuff like that. We've heard we hear time and time again, or read time and time again, especially within the paranormal community about uh, antique equipment, whether it's you know cameras or books or pens or pencils, whatever, uh, having some kind of attachment, and whether it's to attached by the spirit that of a person that once owned it. Or attached to some negative entity for whatever reason, for example, uh, some device uh, in a house in which someone was murdered, you know, and then a negative entity gets attached to that and then follows the device anywhere looking, you know, for whatever. Um, I think it's more than capable that it was a negative entity and, you know, I say negative entity as a broad scale. So for anyone who wants to believe whether it's demonic or just a, a negative human spirit or whatever. Uh, I think it's very, that's a very good possibility in regards to whether or not it was a warning. I think God created the body to react to negative entities regardless. And so just spiritually speaking, when you're in an environment that's technically hostile, even if it doesn't look hostile, the body's capable of reacting when it's a negative entity because it's trying to draw the energy from you. Mm. Um, which, you know, we've talked about several times over the show, even within the last couple of weeks, uh, right. especially during our dog, our, our dog episode. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think in this case, whether it's an attached entity or a warning, in this case, it could be one and the same. Okay. So, Elliot, to you, uh, first off, have you ever felt that way about something before buying it? And secondly, was there anything else like remotely around you as you're walking through there that it could have been something else in particular? I don't, for one, to answer the first question, I don't think that there's ever been anything where I touched and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Other than like the dolls at grandma's house, but those (laughs) 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 that's just because they would just stare at me everywhere I went. Um, But I never like legitimately had that feeling before. Other than like a negative person or some or being in an area where there's like a stranger staring at you the wrong way and you're like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have my keys out just in case. Yeah. Other than that, like I've never actually physically felt like that. But in the store, it was an antique shop in general. 
but I was walking around the entire place. So I literally moved from one section to the next section. And I still had that feeling when I had the camera with me until I actually put it down. And I even walked past other cameras that like interested me, but I was still feeling what I felt before that. So I was like, I just want out of this in general. I would rather just get out, keep moving, move on, just be done. Let somebody else deal with it later. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> nope. So Aaron, what are you, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? I don't know. Here's the thing is this was the first time that I heard that the camera was facing you. Mm hmm. And isn't there like, uh, like certain cultures that believe that a camera mm -hmm. takes part of your soul? Jehovah Witness. Mm. Is it Jehovah Witnesses? Mm hmm. There's other I, cultures, but well, there's other. <laughs> cultures. Not, 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 I can't clarify that right now. Um, <clears throat> but that's interesting to me that it was facing you. Mm -hmm. Well, facing I, I was watching your soul's not trapped. In I know, and that was shot. my fear too. Well, <laughs> the idea is that your soul only becomes trapped once you take the picture. Yeah. So as long as you didn't take a picture of yourself, you should be fine. Right. But that's what I was saying about the Goosebumps episode uh, with Say Cheese, in which every time they took a picture of someone, it would show their death or they'd show them like just in a skeleton you oh. know, just a, or whatever, uh, almost like an x-ray. <clears throat> but, yeah. So, Aaron, in your time out in California, have you had any type of paranormally experiences out there? I had a really weird dream like two weeks ago. Do you remember my dream? Yeah, with the zombies. <laughs> with the zombies? Mm -hmm. It was a long. It's long-winded. But it was really intense. And like I woke up and I was so scared because it was like they. Oh, she's going to listen. Who's going to listen? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this later. When I said that a, a woman died, and I didn't tell you who it was, it was you. <laughs> and it was awful. Gosh. And, like, she got shot. But listen, I went and I revived her, and then these zombies came out of a hot, like, out of an ambulance to help me. And I was like, no, like, you're clearly sick. And they're like, we're not sick. And I was like, yes, you are, you're decaying. You're, you're clearly <laughs> not well. And they revived, or they were, like, trying to revive mom. And then I ended up shooting him in the head, like the zombie guy. And then everybody started laughing, including dead mom, who wasn't really dead. And they all started laughing, and they were like, we didn't think you were going to be able to shoot him in the head. Like, yeah, good for you. And it was all set up. <laughs> but it felt really real. And it was dark AF. <laughs> dark AF. <laughs> but other than that. That I stands for autofocus. Oh, wait, I have a story. I have a story. I have a story. I'm really excited. Okay, so. Not where I live, but Big Bear. Big Bear was haunted, crazy haunted. So we show up to this cabin. Finnegan had thrown up in my back seat and it was awful. And we were hoping <coughs> to get home. So we get to this cabin, we pull up, we can't find it. The GPS, first of all, can't locate this cabin specifically. Hmm. Find it. Pull in. It's quaint. It's a little whatever. Pull up get out of the car, get Finnegan out of the car, and he's kind of, like, holding back and not going to the cabin. Like, that's very strange. 
walk up and there's a circle of stones on the porch. I'm like, that's weird. And inside that is like smushed petals of a flower that are in like a weird little upside down shape. And we're like, that's really creepy. So let's go inside. Let's go inside. Yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> the, the warning signs are, are getting worse. Let's just keep going in. I was just going to say, <laughs> this is the typical white girl in a horror movie. Nowhere else to go. So I pay the deposit. So I go in, and it's cute. It's quaint and small, whatever. I turn on the heater, and um, I open up the bathroom door. And as soon as I open up the bathroom door, the back door of the of the cabin rips open. I'm like, that's scary. So I go to the back door, and as soon as I go to the back door, the bathroom door slams shut. And I'm like, oh, that Blair Witch is terrifying. So then uh, lock all the everything, make sure nothing can open, go to sleep, get up the next day, go on hikes, everything is beautiful. That night, there's a jacuzzi in the back. Go in the jacuzzi. Have Finnegan outside roaming around in the pitch black. This is Big Bear, so there's no light. Like, it's like you can see billions of stars. It's gorgeous. Sitting in the dark, don't have the bubbles going. It's real quiet. And you hear Finnegan run up to the, the back door of the cabin. He wants to go inside. I'm like, that's weird. And then you hear, and he's crying. Turn on the light. His ears are back, tail between his legs. Like, get me in this door. I have my flashlight on. Then all of a sudden behind us, you hear, like, this crazy growling noise right behind us. Turn on the flashlight. Don't see anything. Get the dog inside. He immediately climbs into bed under the blanket and hides and doesn't get out the rest of the night. That was the last time I was in the hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been a bear. Could have been a werewolf. <laughs> Could have been a black dog spirit. You don't know. Well, werewolf, folks, it's amazing how the word werewolf shows up on our show, even when it's not meaning justice. <laughs> yeah. Could have been a werewolf. So that sounds to, to debunk the the doors slamming. Like, were there other doors open? Was there wind coming through? Anything like that? Well, the front door, no, there wasn't really anything. The The bathroom window was not clipped like a lock, but it okay. was shut. You know how, like, those old windows, you crank it and then you hit lock? Like, mm. you shut it and you airtight it. It wasn't airtight, but other than that, nothing was open. Okay. So, could have just been a change in wind gust easily, but... The most frightening part about it is the pagan ritual that seems yeah, that's taking place on that the porch. <laughs> well, and I mean, that would give you a sense of anxiety in itself. But all of that together, I mean, if you can't, if you can't say for certain, hey, this is what was slamming the doors, which I mean, obviously it's a log cabin. It's possible winds just coming through. But, uh, the other thing is, is when you, shown the light on whatever was growling, you didn't see any eye glare, anything like that. Nothing. Hmm. Zero zilch nada. Eric, your thoughts. I was a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it 
might have been a bear. I know that bears up there are close to extinct, so I think that's a little little far fetched because they don't really come around the humans anyway. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if there is a bear sighting, it tends to be super up in the mountains, rural kind of area. Did you hear any rustling in the leaves or anything Nothing. like that? Just the growling and Finnegan crying. And the growling was from one end of the the backyard. And Finney was like, hey, y'all, I ain't playing. He Let me it. in. Meow. Left you guys there. Yeah. Hmm. Took off. That which is sounds to me like a black dog hellhound kind of encounter that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Where it's just a growl. I mean, you're really not seeing or hearing anything other than that. So that's interesting. Uh, hmm. That's my Uno Californian story. I wish I had more stories from here, but then again, I kind of don't. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, we've got haunted places all over the place. We have ghost towns all over the place here because people just pick up and leave these small towns. It's interesting. Um. Yeah, Eric, where would you like to go from here? We're not singing gospel. No. No. (laughs) Gospel. Darn. (laughs) Okay. So, well, I guess I might as well, since it's a paranormal show and we don't really have much else to really discuss here, one of the things that I've talked about on the show, which both Aaron and Ellie have witnessed here in this house, in my parents' house, is the blue-slash-green orb that used to fly around or float around in the house. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we'll talk a little bit about that first. And then also the interesting – I know I've said it numerous times, but now that I finally have Aaron here to back it up, was the the way our name used to be whispered in our ear – I still get that. Oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> I do not go. Well, that, that was going to be a question I had is, do you guys keep experiencing that after back then? I hear um, my name, and then I also twice have heard get up, and then I heard lock the door, which I listen to. Every <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, since you – have been kind of gone and back and what have you, have you had experiences in that house since that whole experience before you got saved again and all that? Uh, no, the last, I mean, the last experiences was either seeing the green orb come back. I've seen that, uh, probably once or twice a week whenever I'm here. And then other than that was that, uh, uh, what dice it called? I can't think of what it's called. You'll, you'll know what it's called. You know, my bed, the thing at, at night when I'm sleeping and I can't get up, what's that called? Oh, sleep paralysis. The, the sleep paralysis. All right, and the sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. which, again, as I've said numerous times on the show, it's still the same thing when that happens. You know, I'll wake up and I'll be aware of everything. I'm fine, but I wake up to a noise, and it's usually a, uh, like a wisp going past my face. You have this whoosh, whoosh, like that mm-hmm. over and over again. And then I know what's about to happen. Suddenly I feel something weight down on my chest and on my throat and I'm fighting and, you know, it lasts for a couple minutes and then 
finally lets up and I'm able to sit up again. Uh, and that'll happen two or three times in a night sometimes. Um, so it's really been happened. reoccurring since it happened it's, the first time. Yeah, it's happened. Oh yeah, it was re- it's been reoccurring since it started happening back in Virginia. But the last time that I think it happened hasn't been since I saw, uh, whatever the little thing was on my chest, you know, that I was telling you about the little, it's like a little figure with two pointed ears that I thought was my cat until mm-hmm. I was able to free myself from it. And I, when I freed myself, the cat came running from the living room onto the bed. So whatever was on the bed wasn't really, well, I don't know if it wasn't really there, but. You know, it wasn't the cat, that's for sure. It's funny that you say that because uh, that kind of <clears throat> reminds me of the nightmare painting. You know which one I'm talking about? The nightmare? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's a little guy sitting on his chest. It's got yeah. the horse head staring the horse. at the, yeah. Um, so that that kind of reminds me of that. And it almost makes you wonder if the person painting that painting had seen this entity to to begin Maybe. with and came up with it. I didn't see any horses, though. <laughs> <laughs> in my room if if you would have had that exact image in your head i would have said have you been looking at the nightmare painting a little too much but yeah that's that's interesting ellie you haven't had any experiences in your parents house like that no i mean i i have sleep paralysis but it's more not in regards to paranormal so, but I never really, even when I went into sleep paralysis, I never felt like it was anything other than me being trapped in my own body. So, but you know what's other, going on, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to sit there, wait until it's over, and mom's going to come over and sit next to the bed and talk me through to make sure I keep breathing until it's over with, <laughs> you know? Uh, but other than the light, I never really had. What? That's scary. I, it's horrifying. <laughs> I know. That's why my face like that. <laughs> Um, other than the light, I never really had anything too traumatic in this house. Like compare, I don't know if it was just more compared to Garfield, but even when things happen in my house now, I just kind of brush it off. Like, I'm just like, it's a lot. If it happens in my house, it's a lot nicer than what it happened in Garfield. But still weird stuff happens. At he freaks out. House, I'm man. like, just leave it be. It doesn't bother me. I don't bother them. It's not always that way. Well, I, okay, I do kind of scream a little, and then I kind of just, like, walk away for, like, two hours. She's usually fine. I, the last time that it wasn't fine anymore was when something happened in the attic, and it made the chandelier swing a bit. Oh, jeez. And I had to go up there and look. I didn't find anything but dead bees. Yeah, which is, I still need to find out where they're coming in, because it happens every year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that no, can that be a link to paranormal activity. No, that that freaked me out though. And the chair moved in my kitchen, hmm. like legit moved, and he saw it. No, you didn't hear that story. No, across <laughs> the room. Me and Ellie were mm-hmm. in her dining room mm-hmm. talking about Liberty uh, and her going to school there, and we're both there. And all of a sudden, we hear a, like a small bang and a, like a slide. Right? It's yeah. A bang and a slide. And I noticed a chair, like on the in the kitchen that's up against the bar, the breakfast yeah. bar. The chair that's closest to the fridge went doom, and we so both right. like stopped and just looked at each other and like looked for cats or no cats. Nope. The only cat that was there was, was Sly. He was on the 
on he the counter. Like, yeah. And he like looked down at the chair like what he the was heck was it. that? And it was like oh, it, it was an all iron chair. Like you have to legit like pick it up and like move it out. You <clears> can't <throat> it's really heavy. And we both later were like, Nope. F that <laughs> We went, we left. I think we went to like Fox and Hound. I don't remember. We, we it was weird. It. We peaced out real quick. Weird. But well, I mean, it's yeah. interesting that you guys were talking about a Christian based school <laughs> and then whatever it was got really upset and pushed the chair away. <laughs> yeah. But my boyfriend says that he hears voices in the house all the time. Like talking. Uh-uh. <laughs> so I'm like, what the heck? As man? long as it doesn't co- there's like this creepy um there's a closet underneath I have like a foyer that goes five steps down or five steps up. Mm. And there's a little closet back there and there's a like crawl space in between that, like in the back of the closet that goes into like underneath the foyer. And ever since I moved in it like it gives me the worst feeling. So I have like the closet locked and then the cat would open the, the closet door slowly. So I'm already freaking out about this little creepy cubby and then slides open and like me. <laughs> like, so I like, I have it all on lockdown and then Jordan tells me he hears voices when he's doing laundry. I'm like, whatever you do, don't open that closet. Mm-mm. I don't like that one. Like coming like, out of the closet or just voices in general around him. He hears voices in general, but it's only like the closet is across from the laundry room, and he only hears the voices when he's doing laundry. Hmm. Like around that area that he can like actually hear people talking or like say his name or something like that. It's weird. And he's partially deaf, so he yeah he's <laughs> deaf in one ear. So hmm. yeah, that is true. Interesting stuff. Weird. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks, you're listening to Parachute Radio. We'll be right back after Justin's Paranormal Headlines. And now, Parachute Radio's Paranormal Headlines. What's going on, Parafans? Justin here with your Paranormal Headlines, and these headlines are from unexplainedmysteries.com. Will true mind reading be possible in 2017? Recent advances in computer-brain interfaces could soon make brain-to-brain communication a reality. It might sound like something of a science fiction movie, but researchers have already managed to create brain-computer interfaces capable of reading and interpreting human thought patterns. One of the biggest hurdles in reading what someone is thinking is understanding how specific thoughts are represented by different patterns of brain activity. These patterns are not the same for everyone. How we think about any given concept depends on our own experiences and memories. To create true brain-to-brain communication, it will be necessary to interpret the thoughts of one person and then trigger those same memories in the recipient via a computer. Incredibly, something like this has already been attempted. In one experiment, two people in separate rooms were asked to play a game of 20 questions while connected to a computer. Each yes or no response was picked up by the system, which then used a technique called transcranial magnetic stimulation to trigger a current in the other person's brain. One day, it might even be possible for two people to exchange thoughts over the Internet, 
perhaps even a worldwide brain net of interconnected minds all sharing information back and forth. Whether such a scenario is achievable or even desirable, however, remains to be seen. Some dinosaurs lost their teeth as they aged. Some young meat-eating dinosaurs lost their teeth as they grew up and ended up becoming plant eaters. The unexpected discovery was made by researchers in China who had been studying the fossil remains of Limosaurus inextricabilis, a dinosaur that lived around 150 million years ago. The team examined two separate fossils of the same species, one with teeth and one without. It soon became clear that the dinosaurs must have started off eating meat when they were young and then transitioned to pecking at plants with their beaks when they reached adulthood. Initially, we believed that we found two different Ceratosaurian dinosaurs from the Wukulwan area, one toothed and the other toothless, and we even started to describe them separately, said study leader Xiao Wang of Capital Normal University in Beijing. It is the first time that this type of transition has been seen in any reptile species. Up until now, who would have thought that there were dinosaurs that had teeth as babies, started to lose them as they grew up, and then ended up as toothless adults with beaks, said Dr. Stephen Broussat from the University of Edinburgh. Nothing like this is seen in any other fossil vertebrate, and the platypus is the only modern land-living vertebrate that does anything similar. And this has been Justin with your Paranormal Headlines. This was a segment of Parachute Radio's Paranormal Headlines. What's up, Paratropolis citizens, paratruthers, and paraseekers? Welcome back to Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And we are celebrating New Year's Day with my sisters, Erin, to the left here, your right in yellow, and Ellie, to my right, your left, waving like a goofball. (laughs) Yep. So, a fun episode, guys. Something a little bit different because, again, we did the first year. What did we even do our first year for New Year's? Do you remember? Uh, nope. <laughs> we had somebody on, I think. Uh, no, I think we just did. Oh, I was there. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were here. I, we were, we're, we were live, here. yeah. I was wearing my uh, Stephen Amell t-shirt. They go... <laughs> yeah. Fight cancer one. And then the year after that, we, which was last year, we had our New Year's extravaganza with uh, Justin Fall, Kay Carswell, Jerry, and the Lindens. Yep. So interesting uh, episode, to say the least. So before we wrap up for the evening, guys, uh, any final thoughts on anything we said? Uh, are you guys happy for the new year any anything at all yeah i'm not going to ellie's 
He's going to mine. I guess I'll go, I'm but I'm going to bring my sage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited for the new year. Thanks. I say let's leave 2016 in the past, move forward. Well, that as far as we know, that's all you can go. You can't go in the past <laughs> yet, but... I'm just going to keep... Just in, in our own minds, so... All right, Eric, any final thoughts for the new year? Negativo. You never do. <laughs> so, folks, I want to leave you guys with the same thing I left you last year, and here it is. folks until next week where you'll see us same time same channel my name is justin and i'm eric i'm Aaron. i'm ellie peace bye do you love paratruth radio do you feel paratruth radio is worth at least a dollar then check out our patreon account go to paratruthradio.com click on the contact tab and click on our patreon link and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Parachute Radio and you would like to listen to it again or are interested in listening to any of our past episodes, then you can listen to them on HD at our website, parachuteradio.com. And you can also find us at Stitcher, Blueberry, TuneIn, iTunes, Spreaker, and YouTube. And of course, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for brand new updates of our show every day.
In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't come that on. bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that helped shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.